Lecture Topic Mending Relationships in Preparation for Laylatul Bara Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-ladhin astafa Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim bismillahirrahmanirrahim وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهُ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ مَنْ أَحَبَّ أَنْ يُبْسَطَ لَهُ مَنْ أَحَبَّ أَنْ يُبْسَطَ لَهُ فِي عُمْرِهِ وَيُمْسَأَ لَهُ فِي فِي أَثَرِهِ فَلْيَصِلْ رَحِمَهُ أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ most respected one of my ikram, brothers and elders. <coughs> we are in these very Mubarak days, approaching a very, very Mubarak month. Prior to the month of Ramadan comes the very important occasion of the 15th of Sha'ban, which we are almost on the doorstep of. These occasions have come many times in our lives. And they will continue coming till this dunya is still existing. But we have no guarantee whether we will see this particular 15th night of Shaban or not. And whether we will see this month of Ramadan or not, that is our hope, our zeal to nevertheless experience these Mubarak moments. Allah Ta'ala keep us to witness these Mubarak moments. So any case, this will continue. We don't know whether we will be around. But while we are around, Allah Ta'ala give us the opportunity. We need to take the maximum benefit. Now one of the aspects, to come back to this just now, we will just digress a bit. But it's not digression really, it's all linked to what we are talking about. Our deen, the deen of Islam is all about relationships. There's so much of emphasis upon relationships that it is truly astounding. It's obvious that as mu'mineen, as believers, the most important and the most fundamental relationship is the relationship with Allah Ta'ala. The month of Ramadan is coming. This is a month to really strengthen this relationship. In the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala gives the purpose of Ramadan. Fasting has been prescribed upon you as it was prescribed upon those before you. So that you adopt taqwa. What is this taqwa all about? Lama Qurtubi rahimahullah, the very great mufassir, he says it's about building the relationship with Allah Ta'ala. There's a relationship with our creator, our sustainer and nourisher, our benefactor. And that being with whose grace we survive every fraction of a second in life. So in any case, the most important relationship is the relationship with Allah Ta'ala. And that relationship is strengthened by the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. That's the fact that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with Iman, that is already the foundation of this relationship, but then it has to be strengthened. 
so that our entire life be a life of obedience to Allah Ta'ala. So that's the very first thing and nothing can come in the way of that relationship. But thereafter Allah Ta'ala Himself has highlighted many relationships. As we spoke about at the beginning that we're heading towards this very important occasion, the occasion of the 15th of Sha'ban, very auspicious occasion, an occasion which Allah Ta'ala allows us the opportunity to correct this relationship with Him. And how Allah Ta'ala is ready to forgive. Allah Ta'ala shows His forgiveness on countless people. But Nabi Kareem Sallallahu highlighted certain categories of people that become deprived of the great blessings of such an important occasion. If somebody gets a message on their phone that down the road somebody is now dishing out a bar of gold to anybody that comes along, so nobody wants to get deprived of it. Let alone a bar of gold, one piece of it also will be there. And if we got there and we found that we got there quite late, we'll feel a lot of regret in our heart why I didn't get there earlier. So for the dunya, we will be first to try and acquire what we can and feel that remorse and regret if we miss out on it. But after all, we're all going to have to leave this dunya sooner or later. Whether we leave it today, we have no idea. Whether we leave it tomorrow, we have no idea. Sooner or later, we're nevertheless going. Nobody's going to be here forever. So, the akhirat is eternal. And that is what we have to earn more than the dunya. So, Allah Ta'ala is opening out this opportunity to build this relationship and bond with Him. But there are certain categories of people that get deprived of this opportunity. Now, there are many details which we have heard many times. But to just focus on this angle of it, there are three particular categories mentioned in the Hadith Sharif that are deprived of the great forgiveness of this occasion and the special blessings that come on such an occasion. And these three categories are all to do with relationships. Among the three categories, one of the categories mentioned, the person who is disobedient to his parents, person who treats his parents badly, person who is not fulfilling the rights of his parents, disobedient to his parents. Now this is something as we become more and more further away from the time of Nubuwad of Nabi Kareem Wasallam and the Sahaba Ikram and as we get more and more unfortunately in the materialistic lifestyle and with the western ideologies that are now coming into ourselves then these values which deen has placed such high importance to, given such high importance to, these are also becoming diluted in our lives. And like the western lifestyle, that after a certain age, then people now need to be put into the old age homes, and they need to be now, we'll meet them on Mother's Day, we'll meet them on Father's Day, we'll send them on message, and we've done our duty. Whereas in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says the first relationship is with Allah Ta'ala. وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا Allah has decreed and ordained. Allah Ta'ala has ordained Allah Ta'abudu illa iyah. That you do not worship anyone but Him. That is the most important relationship. And immediately Allah Ta'ala says وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا 
that you build your relationship with Allah Ta'ala and deal kindly with your parents. And this is highlighted in such a manner in the Quran Sharif that nobody but Allah Ta'ala alone can present it in this manner. Allah Ta'ala says, وَإِن جَاهَدَاكَ عَلَىٰ أَن تُشْرِكَ بِمَا لَيْسَ لَكَ بِهِ عِلْمٍ If those parents are mushrikeen, they are idol worshippers, and those mushrik parents, if they are insisting, they are pressurizing the child to commit shirk, وَإِن جَاهَدَاكَ عَلَىٰ أَن تُشْرِكَ بِمَا لَيْسَ لَكَ بِهِ عِلْمٍ So Allah Ta'ala says, look, the relationship with Allah Ta'ala is above everything. Above anyone and everyone. Fala You can never obey that. Don't ever obey that. But in the same breath as we will call it, Allah says, you still deal with them kindly in this world. And the command of Allah Ta'ala that is in another ayat, Wala taqullahuma wala tanharhuma, wa karima. Don't even say uff to them. Don't rebuke them. Speak to them in kind words. And humble yourself in front of them. And make dua for them. All this applies even in this situation. Despite the fact that these parents are mushrikeen and they are pressurizing the child to commit shirk which he will never obey. But he is still obliged to treat them kindly without compromising the law of Allah Ta'ala. Sa'ad bin Abi Waqqas he accepted Islam. He was very, very close to his mother, very close bond and relationship. His mother became extremely upset with him. She said to him that, I will not speak one word with you. Now that alone was like a qiyamat for him. I will not speak a word with you. More than that, I won't eat one morsel of food until you give up this deen. Now he's trying his best somehow to try and get her to eat because she now stopped eating. And he's trying to encourage her, trying to show her that love, that compassion and whatever. But she is not prepared to take a morsel and now she was on the verge of life and death. So when this became clear now that it's a matter of time now, he said to her, oh my mother, I love you dearly. But if you had a hundred lives, and if those lives left one after the other because you decided not to eat, but remember, if you lose those hundred lives also, I will never give up my deen. I will, this is very painful for me to see you how you are suffering. But that will not come in the way of my relationship with my Allah. So I will be able to bear this with patience but not sacrifice the relationship with my Rabb. When she saw his determination, she accepted Iman and came into Deen, she recited the Shahada. So in any case, the first relationship is with Allah Ta'ala. But then this is to what extent Deen has highlighted the importance of relationship with parents. And this is described in the Hadith Sharif, the father is the door to Jannat. The mother, under her feet lies Jannat. And therefore Allah Ta'ala has given this command, وَلَا تَقُلَّهُمَا uff. Don't even say uff to them. Don't rebuke them. Don't talk harshly to them. So now somebody sometimes might 
have this issue, but my father is this kind of person, such a sinful person, my mother is such a sinful person, we can never make any judgment about somebody's end result. If somebody is involved in sin, sin is sin. We can never condone that sin. We can never say that that sin because so and so did it is fine. Whoever did it, haram is haram. Sin is sin. Somebody is a drunkard, it's a drunkard, that's a major sin. Somebody is committing zina, that's a major sin. So we'll pass judgment on the sin. But somebody's end result, we don't know. How that person might finish off, when they might make toba, what might be their end result, and what is our end result also, we don't know. We don't know what's how time turns something. Who's high today and who becomes low tomorrow, and who's low tomorrow and becomes high today, we don't know. So we will not write anybody off and don't write our own reserve, our own ticket in, and place in Jannat either. We too have to carry on making an effort and we'll encourage others as well. So the point is that sin is sin. But now somebody is regarding now his parents are so terrible people now, Yes, they might be whatever they are, that's a matter between them and Allah Ta'ala. But our speaking to them in a harsh manner might become a greater sin than theirs. Allah says, So if that parent is whatever he is, but if that child spoke to him in a harsh way, spoke to him in a humiliating manner, degrading way, hurtful way, his sin might become worse than the parent's sin. His sin might become worse than the parent's sin. Because Allah has placed this maqam for the parents. So the day of Qiyamah, they'll be judged for their sin. And that child will be judged for his sin. His sin could turn out worse than theirs. So now this is an occasion of relationships being built. The very first relationship with Allah Ta'ala. That relationship is built on Iman, on obedience to Allah Ta'ala. Five times daily salah. It's wajib to perform that salah with jama'ah unless there's a valid reason. And then all the other obligations of deen. And that relationship is built by staying away from haram, by staying away from sin. That is what builds that bond. Ittaqil maharim takun abad nas. Nabi Karim said to Hazrat Abu Huraira, refrain from anything that Allah has forbidden, you'll become the greatest abid. You'll become the one who's bonded greatest with Allah. Ta'ala. You'll have the best relationship with Allah. Ta'ala. Stay away from haram. Sins of the eyes, sins of the ears, of the tongue sins of the hands and feet, sins of the heart. Make toba, make istighfar, turn to Allah Ta'ala. So the first relationship with Allah Ta'ala. And then Allah Ta'ala highlighted the relationship with parents. Then as mentioned, this deen is all about relationships. And now these occasions come to highlight relationships. So now on this occasion of the 15th of Shaban, one of the categories of people that get deprived, the person who has severed or he is disobedient to his parents. Person who is disobedient to his parents, obviously within the limits of deen. Within the law of Allah Ta'ala. Not outside that law of Allah Ta'ala. Outside the boundaries of Allah Ta'ala. Then the relationship with other family members, immediate family. Now this is what's called Rahim. Zil Qurba. In the Quran Sharif Allah highlights the aspect of Zil Qurba. Relationship. Relatives. Now, this refers to all those who are close, family, kit and kin. Again, we are in an age 
whether value is for valuables, but the value of values, that is by and large getting lost. There was a time, not too long ago, our grandparents, great grandparents, etc., they had more value for values than valuables. They were ready to sacrifice valuables, but keep up the value of relationships, the value of honesty, the value of kindness, of compassion, the value of forgiveness. They had values, and they valued these values. We have the value of valuables. What's the balance like? What I'm driving? What kind of phone I'm using? Where I fit into the... What level of society? But all these things we're going to leave behind and go. You don't even know whether we leave it behind tonight and go away. Or maybe tomorrow. Allah knows best when. So the issue is to bring values alive. And one of the very important values that Dean has highlighted is maintaining relationships with relatives. In the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala mentions this. وَبِذِي الْقُرْبَى وَالْيَتَامَى وَالْمَسَاكِينَ لَذِي الْقُرْبَى The relatives, the rights of the relatives. And in one hadith sharif, Nabi Islam highlights this as the prescription for barakat. And if you want barakat in our lives, barakat in our wealth, now when we hear about barakat, mashallah, everybody's face lights up, everybody's heart starts becoming very alive to what's coming now, because barakat everybody wants. Barakat in life also we want, and sometimes we want more barakat in wealth than in life too. So now the prescription for barakat in everything, Nabi Karim Salaam says, Man ahabba ayyubsata lahu fi rizqihi wa yunsa'a lahu fi atharihi falyasil rahima. That the one who loves, that he should have barakat in his life, in his rizq, and barakat in his life. Then the prescription for that is falyasil rahima he must maintain relationships. Now what is meant by this maintaining relationships? Before getting to that, what is meant by it? One further hadith sharif, when Nabi Karim Salaam highlights this, what a great aspect in deen this is. As mentioned, this deen is a deen that highlights relationships. Starting off first and foremost, the relationship with Allah Ta'ala. Then parents, and then relatives. In the hadith, Nabi Karim Salaam says, Ar-Rahim. Mu'allaqatun bil arsh. That kinship, relationship, family ties. This has been given a form, whatever form Allah has given it, Allah knows best. And this is suspended to the throne of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. And at that point of proximity, it keeps making dua. Rahimu mu'allaqatun bil arsh taqul. مَنْ وَسَلَنِي وَسَلَهُ اللَّهِ وَمَنْ قَطَعَنِي قَطَعَهُ اللَّهِ Ya Allah, the one who maintains me, you maintain him. Now if some very pious person gave us some dua, Ya Allah, you maintain this person, we feel so elated over it. If we have the value of the dua of some pious person, then we'll feel very happy about this. But subhanallah, what a wonderful dua. If Allah maintains somebody, what, he, what other body he ever has? Somebody buys some vehicle, he says, no, I came with a maintenance plan. So now he's feeling very relaxed, because it's a maintenance plan. And sometimes he goes, he says, no, this is technicality. This plan is not valid anymore. 
But if Allah maintains somebody, there's no technicalities involved. And then that maintenance plan also sometimes they say, no, this is out of the maintenance plan. This you must do yourself. But Allah Ta'ala maintains somebody, his dunya and akhirat is made. Now this kinship is making dua. And he's making dua because Allah Ta'ala made it make that dua. So in other words, Allah will accept this dua. Man wasalani wasalahullah. Allah, the one who maintains me, who keeps up these relationships, who upholds these family ties, Ya Allah, you maintain him. Allah maintains somebody, what, what problem he's got left? And woman, qata'ani qata'ahullah. Ya Allah, the one who cuts me off, Ya Allah, you cut him as well. Ya Allah, the one who cuts me off, you cut him off as well. Then who's going to help him then? Then if problems will come one after the other, who's going to resolve those problems for him? If Allah Ta'ala has cut him off. So this is how important these relationships are and what great benefit and blessings they bring. Now, who gets these great benefits and blessings? In one hadith sharif, Nabi Kareem says, لَيْسَ الْوَاسِلُ بِالْبُكَافِ That the one who gains these great bounties and blessings the reward of barakat in his life, barakat in his rizq. He's getting the dua from the arsh. Who's this person? The person who, not this somebody now is good to us, we are good to him. That person gets his reward. Who Others are being difficult with him, they're being indifferent to him. They are breaking ties from him. But he goes forward and maintains those relationships. He puts aside all the issues and he maintains the relationships. Yes, it takes a lot of courage within. It requires a lot of patience and sabr. And therefore, in the ayat of the Quran, Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, Wala tanaza'u. Don't get into quarrels and disputes. Avoid this. Wala tanaza'u. Fatafshalu Otherwise, you'll lose all your strength and power and everything. Allah Ta'ala starts off by saying, Don't quarrel and dispute. Finish the ayat. Wasbiru. Inna Allah That wasbiru, adopt sabr. That's the only way you'll be able to avoid this. If you don't have sabr, you can't avoid getting caught up in all kinds of petty issues also. Small little things. Small little irritations will become major explosions. Why? Because of lack of sabr. Some small little thing, somebody slipped up and said something, but okay, what he said was not right. It's not a good thing. It's wrong of him to say that. But that's an opportunity for us to make sabr and take the rewards of akhirat. But if sabr is missing, very difficult, very difficult. The smallest issue will become the biggest problem. And then relationships will get cut on that. Why he said this to me? Why he forgot to invite me for his some occasion? Why he didn't consult me on this matter? Or why I wasn't given the same recognition like somebody else? Or something or the other? And later on all these things, now it's gone to another level. It's gone to another level. Now I put a, posted something, he didn't like it. Subhanallah. That's how much we like ourselves. That ego and how much we have become self-centered. That somebody didn't like some post. So now that became a problem. And that became a point of now cutting ties and making an issue about it. Where have we fallen? What deen is teaching us? Where are we going to? Deen is saying even the bigger things try to get over it. 
Yes, three days, deed has given us, okay, get over it, three days, no problem. Emotions didn't get sorted out in the first day, okay, second day, third, by third day, now things need to be passed. We are in sound, we have emotions, if Allah Ta'ala has given us this leeway too. So this is the next aspect that's highlighted. And now comes the 15th of Shaban, Qati'ur Rahim. One of the categories of people that are deprived of the very special blessings that come on this occasion, people who break family ties, people who break up relationships. And more often than not, this is all to do with some dunya issue. It doesn't mean that if somebody has now harmed us in some way and there's something owing, now we are obliged to forgive it. Somebody owing some money to us, we must forgive it. No, no. We're entitled to claim what is due to us. There's no harm in that. That is perfectly within limits. And just let it be done in a dignified manner. If somebody is owing us something, we don't have to now get into vulgarity to try and get it back. So then whatever steps have to be taken to recover it can be recovered. But there's a separate matter between that and maintaining the relationship. It's possible that now because of the strain in tension we might not be able to be very close to the person. Neither is that a requirement. But cutting off ties, breaking relationships, we see the person, we don't make salam to him. We see him coming from one direction, we'll just remember we have to take a U-turn for something else. We keep this bad blood between the parties. That is what is being highlighted. It should not be a breakdown of relationships, cutting of ties. Otherwise, we are cutting ourselves from the mercy of Allah Ta'ala in such an important time, such a great occasion. And just to very quickly, just touch on the one more aspect. The other person that is deprived of the mercies of this occasion, and again related to relationships, Mushahimun. The person who harbors malice towards people. Now this becomes quite general. One was parents. Obviously the first relationship Allah Ta'ala. Then relationship with parents. Relationship with extent, with family members, those around us. And then Mushahin, harboring malice for others. Whoever that others might be. A mu'min, a mu'min endeavors to keep his heart clean all the time. And the heart does get dirty. The heart does get soiled. This happens. But he doesn't keep it dirty. Like the clothes get dirty, but he doesn't wear the dirty clothes and walk around. It gets dirty. But then he puts it in the, in the washing machine then, and he cleans it out. The body gets soiled as well, but he doesn't walk around filthy. He takes a shower immediately. So likewise the heart, the heart does get dirty. We are insan. We have, things hurt us. And sometimes we, ourselves cross the line also. So the heart does get affected. But this is the lesson that yes, just as we wash our physical selves, we wash our clothes, we wash our cars, we shine that magrams also, and when we keep the tie also shining, we shine our shoes all the time. Allah Ta'ala is saying, shine your heart. Keep your heart shining as well. Allah Ta'ala loves that shining heart. Inna Allah la yanzuru ila ajsamikum, wala ila suwarikum, wala ki yanzuru ila qulubikum wa amalikum. Allah Ta'ala looks primarily at the heart. Allah loves to see the shining heart. So these are occasions, it's sometimes just a matter of a call, a matter of some message, just to build up the tie. Let bygones be bygones, and we'll see the barakat that would come with it. We'll see the blessings of Allah Taala, and this will open out the tawfiq of Allah Taala to make Ramadan that occasion to build a bond with Allah Taala more than anything. 
Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Allah ta'ala shower down his rahmat and blessings upon us. Allah ta'ala grant us that relationship with him that he is pleased with us and help us to build the relationships with his creation as well.